Can you stay tuned into yourself, making sure that you're present, flexible, enjoying the holiday season? And if you kind of get dysregulated or flustered, or you can start to feel emotions increase on that scale, how do you then share it with your partner? Let your partner in. How do you um, take help from your partner during that? Connecting couples through the holiday season with the real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff, and we're excited to bring you this special series on staying connected through the holiday season. Man, I don't know about you, but for us, when the holiday season hits, we hit the ground running and it just seems like a nonstop pace until the new year. And so what we want to do is bring a very practical series to you. And over the next six episodes, we're going to talk about family of origin rules, holiday stress, attachment injuries. We're really going to dive in similar to what we do where we give you a connect point where we talk about how to stay connected during the holidays. And so... Let's just dive in. Yeah, I mean, I think the holidays can be so tricky, and it's such a a great time. I think I I enjoy holidays my whole whole life. I've thought, you know, hey, Christmas is something special. I remember traveling with my family and going to uh, see my grandma and that sort of thing and being up and not being able to sleep. I'm one of these people that's really excited about gifts, and (laughs) I I get all fired up. I remember being a kid. He has a hard time waiting to open the gift. (laughs) It's hard for me. I remember waking up, like, at 4 a.m., and I'm not really a morning person, and, like, going downstairs and looking for the toys and and Santa has come and all those sorts of things. So holidays have always been exciting for me. They've always been a fun time for me. Um, and, and we'll talk a lot about family tradition and that sort of thing. But, but for me, I think holidays also become this like uh, season where we get so much energy and we get so much kind of drive. And, and I know that like individually, I know what I like in the holiday season, but I know as a couple, when we got married, there were some things that we really kind of had to adjust and it really became a challenging time, um, for a few seasons. And, and so holidays are something that I think we need to talk about when we're married and kind of make plans for. You know, I kind of agree. Growing up for me, holidays were really exciting. I know my family, especially my dad just loved just the nostalgic thing like the eggnog and and opening gifts and my we always decorated the house and the tree and and as i got older and definitely um you know you couple and you start to try to merge your family traditions with my family traditions, it can really get kind of bumpy and sticky. And I know that now that I'm a mom and a wife and we have our own holiday plans, sometimes I feel like it just gets missed and I'm just like holding on through the season. So what we want to do in this first episode is just really talk about a holiday strategy where you as a couple can have a conversation about what you want your holiday to look like so you don't get hijacked by it. And at the end of it, just feel like you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah, I think I think in this this first series or first episode, uh, we want to really think about like and kind of overview some of the topics that we're going to discuss in more detail. Um, but but things like what are our traditions? How does this work? Right? Like, and and, and if you're brand new and, and you just got married, that's what I mean, brand new. Uh, then then I think you can, you have an opportunity to set up some really healthy kind of rhythms for you and your your new family. Um, but if you've been married for 30 or 35 years, you may have some of this down, but, but I think I've, I've definitely talked to couples who don't have this down, who, who yeah. they've, they've kind of every year, the holidays becomes another stressful event. And whether it's around gifts or budgets or travel or family, or it just can become such a, a mess. And so we want to encourage and kind of also, um, 
just kind of discuss some of the things that we've known people to do and, and kind of discuss some ways to maybe make the holidays a little bit smoother and, and actually a time that, that everybody can enjoy again. I just love that you're already bringing up topics that seem to come up naturally during yeah. this holiday season, which is everything from how much do we spend on the cousins, the aunts and uncles, do we buy gifts, whose family are we going to visit, What? how much time do we spend, where do we sleep, all this stuff that sometimes just happens naturally and sometimes is is a little bit of a fight or couples can really lose the good times that they could be sharing because they get caught up or bogged down in the logistics. And so we really want to just kind of start off by saying, do you have a holiday strategy? I know for lots of years, we didn't. We just were like, we got this. And then would go to my family of origin or Chad's family of origin or try to divvy up the travel or the driving. And man, at the end of it, would have several fights and and feel stressed out. And so over the course of our marriage, as we've learned how to stay connected, how to check in with each other, our holidays have gotten better. We're starting to basically protect our needs a little bit better. And so that's really what we want to kind of encourage you to do with your partner is to sit down and have a a plan or create a strategy of what you want your holidays to look like. And so we're not just talking about Christmas here. This first episode is um, launching the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And so for us, we feel like that's really when it starts the week heading up to Thanksgiving For most couples, Thanksgiving has already been planned, maybe at the beginning of the year, maybe midsummer, maybe as the fall comes, you start to hear from your family, who are you visiting, who's, I know in our family, uh, both of our mothers, my mother-in-law and my mother is like, whose Christmas is it? Whose Thanksgiving is it? Um, If you're like us, you try to, you know, maybe each year, one family gets Thanksgiving, one family gets Christmas, so then you switch it. Maybe you try, if they live in the same town, to hit all of them at the same time. I think there's a movie called Four Christmases that's really uh, funny where they have blended <laughs> families yeah. and have, they have to try to hit all of them at one time. And, oh, my goodness, it can be so stressful trying to to make sure all the bases get covered. And And oftentimes I feel like we get stuck doing what we feel obligated to do and not really doing what we want to do, not really doing the things that we feel are, are healthy for us as a couple and as individuals. And so that's the thing we really want to emphasize in this particular episode is how do you stay not only tuned into yourself, but tuned into your partner during the chaos that becomes the holiday season, whether it's fun or whether it's stressful, it still can can just kind of take off without you even having uh, a say in it. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking like really practically, you know, how do we do that, uh, Angela? And kind of what are the things that um, you want to share or I can share, I guess, you know, how we kind of stay tuned in? Because uh, theoretically, I think most people would say, yeah, we should probably have a plan for that. Or yeah, we should probably this or we should probably that. But um, practically what it looks like, and and I'll just share for us what we do, um, we try to you know, as far as the holidays, we try to make sure that we have like kind of exit strategies or safety strategies. Um, so if we're going to my family's, you know, Christmas or whatever, we have a plan to say, Hey, I don't want to be stuck in the back room the whole Christmas, you know, at my, my grandma's house. And so Angela will ask to go to Starbucks or we'll ask to go do something. And we kind of have these code words. It sounds funny, but, um, they're not really code words. They're just kind of like 
clear, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing okay with messages. Tuned in. Yeah. I know we'll make eye contact yeah. from across the room and have like this little, are you looking at me? Am I looking at you? This eye contact that says right now in this moment, are you okay? Or do we need to step outside of the situation, take a breather, reconnect and go back in? I feel like it's almost like a boxing match or a wrestling match where your partner's on the outside of the ring and you're in there present with your family and the partner's like, I'm here, but I'm really just ready to tag in if you need space or something like that. Sounds kind of ironic that I'm that I'm calling it a fight, but basically the main event, which yeah. is that we're going to connect with our family. Now, there are, there are some people who maybe have this a little bit easier or, or don't necessarily connect with their family. Um, there, there are some people who feel really at ease going in and out, and, and some of these um, logistic things just play themselves out. But I think the important part is to, to what Chad is saying, go, do you have an intentional plan to just kind of check in with your partner? Um, a language that we haven't brought up in any of our episodes yet, but I think that it's important to kind of introduce is almost like a, what, what we would call therapeutically a scaling question. On a scale of one to 10, are you calm and relaxed and flexible and enjoying your time? That would be like a low zero, one, two area, um, or kind of the middle of the road, maybe tired, a little bit stressed, a little bit irritated. Are you at like an eight, nine, level 10, stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious, uh, maybe frustrated, maybe some family members offended you where some event has happened? And as that scale, uh, as you kind of emotionally or mentally flow through that scale, can you let your partner know along the way? And so Chad yeah. and I have this dialogue where I'll be like, how are you? And he's like, oh, you know, two or three, I'm fine. And I'm like, okay, good. Two or three lets me know he's he's good. I don't need to maybe offer assistance or intervene or do anything like that or vice versa. If he checks in with me and I'm like, I'm a six about to be a 10, he's like, let's go to Starbucks and get a drink or let's run to Walmart and oh, we need to go buy another gift. We forgot one. And we'll just jump in the car and leave the scene and reconnect and and process things that realign us so that we can enter back in and still kind of maintain composure through the situation. And so yeah. really we're saying, can you stay tuned into yourself, making sure that you're present, flexible, enjoying the holiday season? And if you kind of get dysregulated or flustered or you can start to feel emotions increase on that scale, how do you then share it with your partner, let your partner in? How do you um, take help from your partner during that? Maybe it's your partner that's driving you crazy and you need to have that yeah. conversation. I was kind of thinking practically how that how that plays out a lot of times. And I was thinking about pursuers and withdrawers. So, uh, you know, if I go home and it's, it's a holiday season, I feel like I want to sing a song right now, <laughs> but if it's the holidays, right? If I go home and I'm I'm engaging with my family of origin. It's probably where I first found that I, I could withdraw and it worked, right? I could pull back and it worked. So if I go home and I'm engaging with my family, uh, extended family, uh, then I have a tendency to fall back into that pattern where I'll pull back, right? And, and Angela will definitely notice when I pull back, whether it's, and, and most of the time around the holidays, it's not even about her. It's that, you know what, this is how I work in this, in this community, in this culture, or in this family of origin with these rules. And so I'll pull back and kind of shut down or kind of go into, you know, my cousins play video games, some of them. So we'll go in and want to play a video game or want to go see a movie or want to go do something, um, which maybe we can't do as much of that now, but uh, we'll want to go do some of these things. And 
And it's like, man, it's, it's really easy for me to fall back into a pattern where I disengage or where I pull back. And, and I've got to be able to be aware of that as a withdrawer. I need to be able to go, Hey, wait a second. I've got to, I've got to go align with my family, with my wife and, and take the time that it, that it requires to engage with her before we um, fall into a cycle. Cause it's easy for these, you know, holiday kind of routines and family of origin routines to, to really kick off our cycle, whether that's with my family as a withdrawer and kind of pulling back a little bit more sometimes, or that's in Angela's family where there's this heavier, faster pace of engagement um, that shows up all the time. I want to address that because I feel like it's so important what, what Chad is saying that, and, and it took us several years of the holiday seasons coming and going to kind of pay attention to where, where it got bumpy, where we felt disconnected. And there was definitely a moment, a conversation that we returned to, we revisited where I said, Hey, I, I know that when you said, Hey, can I go hang out with my cousins? I was fine with that, but it kind of left me feeling abandoned and alone. And I was like, this isn't even my family of origin. These aren't my immediate relatives. I was still early in our marriage getting to know them. And so I felt like, what am I supposed to do? Um, I didn't have a good plan for me. As the years progressed, um, two or three years into it, I started to go, okay, now I understand. I have a plan. Go and hang out with your cousins. I'm going to enjoy some quiet time. Read a book take a bubble bath, just relax, which is not something that I normally get in my family of origin. And so we learned how to really respond to each other in that space. Exactly what Chad is saying on the flip side of that, my family tends to be the every minute of the holiday has something, some sort of activity. (laughs) We're going, we're doing, we're planning, we're cooking, we're eating, we're doing again, we're watching a movie all together, we're playing a game, we're playing cards. Like it's the pace is, I'll be honest, pretty exhausting. I'm used to it, but bringing someone else into that, which is what I did with Chad, he did a great job kind of keeping up. But but for a withdrawer, for someone whose family tends to be at a different pace for the holidays, there's a learning curve. And so there were times when, you know, he could just kind of go, man, do you, you know, do you ever just kind of sit around? I'm like, oh my gosh, what's that like? We had to learn not only what our family of origin patterns were, but we also had to learn how to make sure we were connecting with our spouse during some of that stuff. And the pace of it was really important. So what what we're really trying to, to say is exactly what Chad said. If you're early in, if you're brand new, married, um, and really have an opportunity to get ahead of this from the get-go, these are things to be mindful of. But for so many of us, we've been married for a while. Um, a lot of the holiday seasons have already hijacked us. And now we're kind of reviewing going, yes, we want the, the holiday season to be different. And we're saying it's never too late to actually have a strategy to go, what do we want? What are the areas that we need to address so that we don't feel hijacked? So we actually feel like um, we can stay connected, be present, respond to each other during this holiday season. Yeah. Um, and so over the next few episodes, we're going to do that. But specifically in this one, we're going to start off with our connect point really being make an intentional plan. Your connect point for this episode is to to sit down. Probably we would say uh, definitely before Thanksgiving, before the whole season comes, but um, maybe even earlier than that and say, what what do we want this to look like? Whose house are we visiting Um, Are there things we've missed in the past we want to try to include? How do we have conversations? Not only what's important to you, but what's important to me. How do we both get seen and responded to in that space? Yeah. Well, and as we're sitting here, I'm like, 
I wish I wish uh, we had started this last January and you could have made a plan then, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, since it's Thanksgiving this week, um, I just want to say, yeah, take the time right now. Take the time maybe on the drive to a relative's house or if you guys have a moment in the evening to say, whoa, let's let's really say how do we do those things that, that Angela's talking about? How do we connect with one another? How do we um, intentionally say, what? how are we going to ask for help as we go through this holiday season? And how will we stay engaged and let each other know that we are engaged, that we are open and available and responsive. Um, and so that, that we don't get lost in this. This is a time of year that can be so much fun and we can have such a good time. But if we're not careful, we lose each other and fall into old patterns that set up our cycle to kind of wreck our holiday season. And so I think it's really important that we're careful with that. If it's already the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and you're already tomorrow, you know, have the turkey basted and prepped to cook, Mm -hmm. it's okay. You can still check in with your partner and say, how are we doing so far? Do we need to adjust anything for the next few days? And what does the Christmas and New Year's season look like? But if you're ahead of this, let's say you're you're down the road listening to this in the future years, and you want to plan ahead, the idea is to say, are we on the same page? Have we made it clear what we want? I, Angela, I'm the pursuer. Have I clearly laid out for Chad some of the things that I want? Not saying, and this happens often for us and for other couples, well, we've been doing holidays for nine years now, and you should just know that da 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 is important to me that I like eggnog as soon as it's available in the stores or whatever, (laughs) which is true. Um, You get like Halloween eggnog. I do. I do. (laughs) I'm like, when can I put it in my tree? When can I put it in my tree? When can I put it in my tree? Uh, But the idea there is to say, um, have we taken the time to say, this is what I want, and uh, and is it okay with you, and how, how can I get your support, it, support in it? And also, what's important to you, and how can I support you in that area? And so for this first Connect Point, we really just want you to, to have a plan, have a strategy, start to consider, if I had an idyllic holiday season, what would it look like? And could it be possible for me and my partner to make a plan for it to actually work? And if we can, even the idea of that scaling question, if we can, as soon as that rumble of anxiety or overwhelmed or anxiousness or irritability or frustration, whatever those emotions are that you're starting to have a better language around, as soon as those start to flare up or you you feel that low-grade rumble of, we've talked about this in former, in former series where we go, uh-oh, where, our, where your body knows this is the moment where it's it's going to the the Christmas train is going off the tracks <laughs> and all the toys are going to get spilled out. Oh, oh, oh. And so what does it look like to go, "Hey, I need your help. I can yeah. feel uh the anxiety starting to build and this is just starting to um hijack me or or take over um and I feel missed and I feel lost and and we can slow down in that moment, reconnect, respond to each other, get the train back on track, moving in the direction that's going to make our relationship stay solid through the holiday season. So yeah. we're not spending the entire spring trying to repair everything that went wrong in the previous six months. So a couple of quick things. I just want to say, if if you're if this is one of the first times you've heard us or listened to this, you know, we're talking about cycles and other things. Um, we have lots of ways for you to get connected with us. You can listen to other podcasts that we've done. We also have our um, uh, connecting couples workshops that we do, and we're going to start doing those again in this in the spring and in January. Actually, uh, we're going to have the first one. So if you want to check that out, or if you'd like to book an intensive with us, we definitely are starting to do those. Some of those too. 
Um, so we're looking forward to that. We appreciate you checking this out with us, man. We wish you guys uh, a very happy uh, Thanksgiving and, and joyful time of year, but we also just say, Hey, we know it can be hard. So uh, if there's something you need, or if there's something we can do to help you out, um, feel free to reach out to us, give us feedback, ask, ask for what you need. And we'd love to respond to that. So as always, we love it when you share our podcast with other couples you think might benefit from it. And if you want to rate us or give us a like on any of the platforms. That's always uh, a benefit for our podcast to keep going. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to connecting with you in our next episode where we really break down family rules. All right. Thanks. Thanks.